Welcome back in to the David L. Gray Show, Voicing Truth and Reason. We are continuing our conversation with our friends about, you know, what was their like aha moment that made them realize that they had to become Catholic or they had to reconvert back into the faith? And also, like, what is the most, what have they found to be the most important thing? So I have an exciting guest today. It's our friend Jackson Pinkney. He is a contributor to this book, Catholic, Traditional and Black an anthology and discourse for by my senior cg morris so we're going to talk about talk with speak with him about some of the things he wrote in this book and also just catch up with him um many years ago when i had the channel my catholic 2 we had interviewed man this had to be many years ago so i want to catch up with him about his conversion journey um, reintroduce him to you as far as that regard. And again, get into some of the things he had wrote in his contribution to Catholic traditional and black in anthology and discourse. This is the David L. Gray show. Hovering over the skies of a post-Christian society, we have spotted a man with a donut in one hand oh. and rosary beads in another. Child, I'm about to whoop Satan's behind. He is boldly proclaiming truth and reason like no rigid Catholic ever has before. The David L. Gray Show begins now. Jackson Pinkney, welcome back on. Well, welcome on to the David O. Gray Show. How you doing? Doing very well, David. How are you? And doing well, man. Like I was telling in the intro, it had been man almost a About going on years. a decade since yeah. we had we had first communicated on my old yep. on one of my old channels. Yep, yep, yep. I appreciate it then. I appreciate it now. Still a big fan of yours, you know. You can yeah. develop my faith for sure. And <laughs> <So, laughs> my perspective on things. You know, I, I could check with you and be like recalibrated, like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not the only person <laughs> thinking this. You know, yeah. I, I feel like I'm a unicorn at times, you know, black, Catholic, and conservative. Black, Catholic, and conservative. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. 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 I'm I'm you're gonna be on an island for a bit. And you know, I'm I'm a people person. I like people. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I can only take so much of the, you know, the vitriol from our own people about, right. you know, those choices. Yeah. You know? So let's let's get into that, man. Um, so let's just start. You know, I want to start on a hot topic first. Um, sure. Then we'll get into your get into your faith journey. Um, mm -hmm. So the hot topic at the moment is, I guess, what surprised you or did not surprise you about what happened to Father Frank? Pavone, what surprised you and did not surprise you about the whole the whole scheme to return him to the lay state? Uh, it it was a, it was a shock, but I mean it's kind of hunting season on that particular version of the faith right now. Anybody who's holding to tradition, uh, churches, what the church has always taught, uh, pro life, yeah, it's it's open season on you from 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 the hierarchy. Now, there's some good bishops. Um, Strickland came out and said a wonderful statement. He said, if the blasphemy is here is that you're going after a, a, a great priest who's, who's been nothing but an advocate for the um, for infants and babies being murdered in abortion. I mean, yeah. and yeah, and he's absolutely right. But he's 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 like a, he's about the only one that I've heard that's, that came out and 
as a bishop, a bishop. Yeah. So, yeah, we need more of those to step out and say that. But I'm, I guarantee you, David, you get enough bishops talking like that. Watch, they start getting canceled, too. You know, right now yeah. it's just cancellation of priests. They got a whole coalition. But the day we start having bishops being excommunicated for preaching orthodoxy, right. boldly, and, boldly and unapologetic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just going to be another version of the SSPX, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. say what you want about Lefebvre, but I think his idea or what he thought things should be and how things should have progressed. He was like, I've been teaching. Only thing I did is I continue to teach what I've always been teaching mm-hmm. or practicing. And then, and, and once again, people want to say that uh, Vatican II is non dogmatic. There's nothing in there that, that you'll be anathema for. Mm. Um, it's pastoral, right? Yeah, that's what they say. But, but it's, it's, it's truly a, a, the spirit of that age and that time. And I think, you know, there was probably a, a nice divide between the Orthodox folks and the modernist undercovers yeah. who are about to come, come out. Um, yeah, but, so who, I would, say, but who benefits though? I mean, sometimes we have to look at things and, and mm-hmm. yeah, think things happen. And father levels on a show the other day, he kind of echo your, you know, your, your same sentiments that, you know, more bishops, you know, need to start yeah. getting canceled. You know, they've canceled yeah. laity, they've canceled them. Yeah. Priests, so obviously bishops are next, but yeah. who, benefits though mm-hmm. if this is like a product you're putting out canceling mm-hmm. people that's your product mm-hmm. who benefits from that who's your who's your market Ooh. well if i'm of the liberal bent you know it's it's probably something you're praising right now uh as a conservative and i, I want to be faithful to the church's teaching what it's always taught you know it's a it's the bane to our existence so we're like Nah, this is wrong. You know it's wrong. We know it's wrong. You know you're wrong, but you, you still gonna push this. So yeah. I mean, their audience, there, yeah, there are liberal Catholics. I ran into them. I ran into them coming into the church. Um, mm-hmm. could, you know, the the whole uh, honeymoon phase of the church. You know, yeah. my conversion that that ended quickly. <laughs> yeah, don't you like? Is it is it like a is it like a part of you that kind of wants to go back to that naive time before you knew? About like when I first when I first realized it, I was man, I was had to be like so 2006, 2011. Mm-hmm. 12, so I was like five, six years out of the womb, you know, as far mm-hmm. as being a, a born again Catholic. Um, yeah. And then I found out there was something on the YouTube called Real Catholic TV, you know, before Church Militant, and uh, it, it kind of like blew my mind. I, I had no idea that Catholics. Did not believe the catechism. I, I it was it was strange to me finding out finding this world out. And like a part of me kind of wants to like go back to those naive days. You know, what about you? Uh, nah, I completely agree. And yeah, sometimes I wish I could, and it's exactly that's exactly how it shaped out for me. I discovered Michael Boris and started listening to his uh take on Catholicism, which I I mean it was it was like milk to a babe for me yeah. you know yeah. especially initially and i literally you know i was in a catholic men's group we were meeting every friday morning okay uh, and i just shared one of his uh vortexes with that group now yeah. i wasn't even in the church yet but um okay. i was in rcia okay next time i showed the rcia guess who had a copy of that video and and just livid about it i was like 
in my opinion, Michael didn't say anything controversial. He didn't say anything that wasn't yeah. not of the faith or orthodox. Yeah, his tone may be bad, and we got brittle ear people walking around here today. But I, yeah, you know, I completely like rejected that. So I ended up reaching out to Michael Voris. I was like, "Hey, man, um, <laughs> yeah, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, you trying to join the church, right?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get in. I'm on RCI right now." He's like, "Okay, don't share anything from me anymore to anybody." Uh, you want to get in? <laughs> I was like, they're gonna kick me out. They're gonna kick me out of RCIA for this. He's like, yeah, our, we're, we're kind of. I mean, Pope Benedict, when the man became Pope, he said, "Pray for me that I don't run before the wolves." Yeah, yeah, that's the Pope. Yeah, and and he did end up running. <laughs> I mean, he's still yeah. he, he's yeah. he's still with us. Thanks be to God. Yeah. But I mean, I. That was a shock. Uh, yeah, I wish I could go back to the house again days, but I don't. I, I know conversion for a Protestant, you know, is a big step. And mm -hmm. yeah, we're truly convinced of what the Catholic Church is teaching. That's why we came here. Now, little mm -hmm. did I know, like you, I didn't know I'd find Protestants within the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know I'd find them. David, yeah, I thought I it's got away. Funny. Yeah, right. I mean, so. Uh, yeah, that, that that's a that's a great way to put it. it mm -hmm. Yeah, but what? Yeah, let's let's dig into that a little more. I mean, what is your so what's your faith journey? I mean, so you come into the mm -hmm. Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Um, about what year was that? That was twenty ten. Twenty ten. Okay, so what's mm -hmm. going on there? Lead us up to the, this whole thing. I mean, what what do you what do you raised as? What are you doing oh. through college? Bring us up to two thousand and ten. Okay. All right, I was raised I was raised Southern Baptist, and uh, you know Southern Baptist has a bit of an anti-Catholic bent on it. Um, I read a couple Chuck Sheed little Bible tracks, you know about how nuns preach this not in the Bible, this that and the third, um, but didn't pay it any mind because I I really didn't run into Catholicism, you know Catholics where I'm from um, originally. Uh, I, the, the first memorable Catholic I ran into, I was overseas in Bosnia. Uh, he was a Catholic priest with the Air Force who I ended up taking out on my local tour that I did every day. Um, and he was he was a great guy, very excitable, big old smile, you know. And I'm looking at him like, oh, you're a priest. You're a Catholic priest. Oh, OK. All right. Fine. Cool. Didn't, didn't bother. Anyhow. We're at the end of our mission. We got back on base. He handed me a St. Michael's prayer card and a St. Michael's medal because at that oh, time wow. I, was, I was working in law enforcement and he's and I was and I was a paratrooper. So he's the patron saint of both law enforcement and paratroopers. Oh, wow. And I, I looked at the priest and I was like, OK, well, father, I'm not Catholic. And, and he said, that's fine. Keep it. I still got the medal to this day. Wow. I unfortunately lost the I lost the prayer card, but. Uh, yeah, that 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 started. I, that might have planted a little seed. Uh, let's see what they're about. Yeah, I mean, what did because you I, did you know anything about yeah. Catholics much? You just kind of knew that the Baptists weren't really feeling them. That's, exactly. That's, that's what. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah, the small the, the, the whore Babylon. That whole yeah. you know mess. Yeah. Uh, turns turns out my uh roommate from college he was he was he was black he was a black catholic went to a classic high school okay went went to rome and lost the faith <laughs> yeah oh, wow. yeah literally it was like yeah he he said yeah i've been to rome i've seen the truth i was like <laughs> please elaborate <laughs> i'd like to know yeah, tell I, me more about this <laughs> yeah yeah he 
he was the one that told me he said no catholics are christian too i was like really okay i mean he said that even from his state of fallen awayness i mean he's he's, he's protestant now non-denominational yeah. but uh yeah so what was sparked my interest is the rosary i started praying the rosary um because i heard that there was healing in it um oh yeah yeah and i don't know what i needed to be healed from but i'm quite sure i need something i was i was adopted uh wonderful family adopted me southern baptist raised me in the church um mm -hmm. but still you know there's there's a father wound there because i don't know who my biological father is i know who my yeah. foster father is and as far as i'm concerned he did a hell of a job getting me to where i am today um but i figured it can't hurt so i started praying it and i i was like yeah this 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 method of prayer this the way it's with the beads and with the meditation part of it yeah. on the mysteries i mean it fit it fit my personality because i'm very rich well, that's a, i mean that that resonated with you that yeah yeah big time huh. and then you know but then i'm like but i'm not catholic so i'm like let's make sure i'm not you know committing a sacrilege by praying this because you know Protestants don't pray uh, yeah uh, rosary or rope prayers you know they like to pray from the heart uh, yeah and, and just speak to god um yeah. but i always found written prayer you know to be very comforting because i, okay. I feel like it's a hallmark card to god okay. you know i can yeah. go to a store i could write a poem for my wife but i guarantee i can go to the store and probably find something better <laughs> <laughs> than whatever I'd write, you know, <laughs> you know, I did have a poetry bit, you know, years ago, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she knows me too well now to believe any of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, so the rosary brought me in. I, I went on to some Catholic forums to just research it and see what pro what Catholics say about Protestant praying the rosary. Now that's that's, and, that's pretty cool that. Mm -hmm. You went to to find out about this rosary. Mm -hmm. You went to Catholics instead of Protestants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, man, I, look, you don't go talk to the Yankees about the Red Sox. <laughs> You're going to get a slanted idea of what. Right. That's, that's good stuff. They are. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so I like. Let me check with the source, and then I didn't know there was unfaithful Catholic sources out there, but luckily I stumbled upon. Catholic answers, uh, okay. Tim, Tim Staples. Okay. Um, I think I started listening to Catholic radio online. Wow. Uh, during my drive to work, Sirius Radio, um, the Catholic Channel. Yeah. And, and yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, Gus Lloyd, his, yeah. his morning program I used to listen to a lot. Yeah. And uh, then I found, uh, you know, that there was Protestant pastors that had converted to the Catholic Church. And I'm like, mm -hmm. A pastor converting. I yeah. found uh, Deacon Alex Smith, God rest his soul. Yeah, uh, I ran into Richard Lane. Matter of fact, <laughs> and Richard Lane was coming to do a retreat here in Raleigh, and I was like, Richard, you got to come stay with me. <laughs> you don't need a hotel room, man. I got you. The the lady that organized it <laughs> didn't even have a chance to get to Richard before I did. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it's amazing that. that it, you know, once I once I read Dr. Scott Hahn's book, uh, listening to P, uh, Peter uh, Peter Craft, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
you know, it was, it was, it was, it was like one because I always had my suspicions about Protestantism, but I didn't know where to go from that. You know, ain't nobody yeah. put church history out in front of you like this is how it happened. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel like was any part of you like feel bad to be moving away from how your parents had raised you? A little bit, a little bit, but yeah. I, I felt like. I needed to follow where God is leading me more so than where my parents might want to keep me, mm. you know, because if I'm following him, I'm, I'm eventually I'm, I'm, I'm going to show it to them mm-hmm. and, and say, come along. Yeah. You know, because they ain't nothing special about me, David. I mean, I'm, I'm just a man that saw the truth and followed it wherever it led you know, yeah. for whatever it would cost me. Yeah. And it luckily it hadn't cost me very much. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't lost too many friends. I mean, thanks be to God. But yeah, it, it did ping me that I know my grandmother who passed away, who I was very my foster grandmother, uh yeah, she never received confirmation or penance. Uh, mm. you know, she didn't get any of those graces. I, I Baptist yeah. Baptists don't believe in the real presence. Yeah. So yeah, she might have took communion, but all she thought it was is is a symbol. Yeah. So, but I, I read something recently where a uh, uh, a blessed she said that she saw the pious Protestants in purgatory, hmm. and hmm. they are they are truly relegated because there's nobody praying for them. Oh, because their yeah. whole faith tradition rejects purgatory. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. Since I heard that or read that, I started I started fervently praying for the pious Protestants that are yeah. in yeah. purgatory because yeah. it is a real place. I mean, I don't know about you, but I ain't ready to stand and eat. even though I'm fighting my I'm fighting my demons now. Mm-hmm. I thought about this prayer this morning. I hadn't posted it yet, but um, Lord, please protect me from Jackson because he will betray you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. trust myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jackson, you um in the book again is called mm-hmm. Catholic Traditional and Black Anthology and Discourse. Mm-hmm. And your essay is called My Ancestors' Wildest Dreams. And that's yeah. how you start off your essay. It says, I am my ancestors, that is the communion of saints wildest dreams. dreams. What, what, what did you mean by that? Yeah. I'm not being persecuted right now. I can freely go and worship. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I live a good life. Uh, thanks be to God. Uh, I don't have to... The, the sacraments are available to me here. Priests can walk around. We can actually be above ground here. I'm not hiding in a catacomb. Like, our ancestors. I'm not being fed to lions. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, the persecution that we see over in Africa right now. I'm not living that. Thanks mm-hmm. be to God. But that is going on. And I think, yeah, they wanted to crown a martyrdom for that struggle. But I don't know if everybody in the body of Christ is ready for that cross. And, and thanks be to God. You know, eventually get me there. Please grant me the grace to except martyrdom, if it comes, red martyrdom, actually dying for the faith. Um, but actually being able to take Catholicism out into the world as a layperson and spread it through my actions with 
other people. I might be the only catechism that anybody ever reads. <laughs> and, and, and I want it to be genuine. You know what I mean? Make a friend, make a disciple, you know. Yeah. I've been working on a falling away Catholic uh, at work. Yeah, a couple miraculous medals, some a couple videos, you know, and you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a blessing to be Catholic, man. To to yeah. to know that, yeah, you you start look you start researching church history, you're gonna find yourself in the Catholic Church yeah. if you're intellectually honest and truly devout. Yeah. There's we've outlasted empires time and time again. And rebuild society afterwards. Yeah, because the, <laughs> despite the hierarchy today, <laughs> we know what the church teaches. Yeah, yeah. Dogma, yeah. dogma is that solid rock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, and you 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 came into the church, but you also have you and your you and your lovely wife, um, mm -hmm. who's. Pictures, you know, you guys have picture of you in 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 your in the book, mm -hmm. and but you all, you, both of you have, you know, you have two sons, um, and do you consider them? I mean, that's was the Catholic Church really their only faith experience, or did they have yes. another faith experience for that? I ask you that because mm -hmm. if you know my daughters, they mm -hmm. were you know largely in church before they came into the Catholic mm -hmm. Church. So for the most part, I consider them cradle Catholics because it's yeah. Only been it's only been their their only faith experience. Mm -hmm. So I do notice like the difference between them and I. Like, mm -hmm. and I look at them like there there's some things they take for granted that you know it's, it's been their only faith experience. Do you yeah. struggle with that with your boys, you being a convert, mm -hmm. and them their this being their faith experience? Uh, no, because I'm I feel I feel like you know they, they're at a at, they're at an advantage where I was not mm -hmm. as a kid they're getting it straight from the sources yeah. and in my opinion you know uh first communion confirmation faith formation um yeah they all they known is the catholic faith uh now yeah. granted we were the gospel gospel black mass goers for up until COVID, basically yeah that's wow. what we were doing we were doing the black catholic gospel mass uh, happy clapping crowd type of masses with the boys yeah. and and you know <laughs> my my oldest son is very perceptive and he's able to pick up on you know I was like nah we, I I told the boys years ago like look we don't clap at mass <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now granted my my wife she loves gospel music and I mean uh, yeah and and the singing is phenomenal wonderful performances. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I, I always tried to show that that's not what the mass is about. It's supposed to be liturgical. We're supposed to be um, opening ourselves up to the graces that are coming. Not necessarily interested in someone's singing performance right now. Yeah, but what's going on back then? You 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 write in um in your essay in Catholic traditional and black and anthology mm -hmm. collection. You write that I find it interesting. That mm -hmm. most black Catholics are more concerned yeah. with being black again, whatever that black means. Yeah, it means. Um, mm -hmm. But then, then being Catholic. So, what was going on back then when you're going to a predominantly black Catholic church? Was that um, 
did you feel that you needed to to do that being both black and catholic that you did you naturally mm-hmm. gravitate to the predominantly black catholic church no i did not <laughs> no i did not i started going to that i started going i, I thought it was a happy compromise between me and my my wife yeah not catholic i mean it looks those masses look like what she grew up with, with the gospel music and with the, yeah. you know, and then plenty of black faces around you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought it, that was a happy compromise. But, yeah. you know, COVID kind of squashed that because once, once I mean, they suspended masses so early. Yeah. It was ridiculous and heartbreaking to me because I was like, here's a chance to actually prove you believe what you believe. Yeah. If yeah. there's danger, if there's if there's truly death out there waiting on us, thanks to COVID, yeah. you don't need your spiritual sacraments. Yeah, you need the sacraments yeah. more than ever because you know you get it, you die. I mean, they—I don't think they were allowing priests in the hospitals back then. Yeah, give last rites. They weren't allowing mm-hmm. family members in there to see their peoples. Yeah. So, yeah, that was heartbreaking to see. But yeah, I—I I, I only did that because I thought it would be. And and she did like the masses. She said, well, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not Methodist. I was like, yeah, I well, know it's not Methodist. <laughs> but, but then we started going to a parish that I always loved uh, okay. in the area because of the Monsignor there. He was very orthodox, very uh, wonderful homilies. Mm-hmm. I mean, rich in catechism as well as uh, just, I mean, just a wonderful priest, man. They had they had all male altar serving corps. Mm. And I mean, it was, I mean, they got on the, the courses and cassettes and I mean, just really beautiful. And I, yeah. you know, I remember looking at that, like, yeah, at the, at my, at the black church, I was like, nah, they're never serving mass here, you know, because they all wearing that, that dingy white, uh, uh, robe ab. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what they, you know, with just, I was like, nah, they, they don't look like they take it serious at all. They just look like they dress, grab some guys and throw them in that stuff. And then I don't know, I don't know what kind of training they get, but I mean, it's, it just doesn't look as uh, reverent as what I was seeing at the parish that we attend now. Mm-hmm. Um, both of my sons now are altar servers there and yeah, wow. it happened and how, it, how it happened, David, the Monsignor invited my son years ago to come and be an altar server. Oh. But but I we wasn't even attending there regularly at that time. We had just went there for confession. And while we were there in the confessional line, he literally came out of the confessional. We had already done our penance. I think we were like the last ones. He came by. He said, You know, you guys can service altar servers. I was like, I was like, I love him and service altar service while they're here, but I'm not even a member here. So Yeah. Years later, uh, fast forward, uh, we literally, it's just me and the boys on this particular time we were at Mass. I think my wife had just had surgery and she wasn't able to attend with us. So we we literally sat in a different place than where we normally sit. And and yeah, because I like to be up front <laughs> as close as I can to. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm literally sitting there and this kid walks up and asks my son, a, a, a younger altar server, asked my oldest son, hey, do you want to serve? And I looked at him. I was like, he doesn't know anything. He he doesn't know how to serve. And the kid was like, I can show him. <laughs> David, I didn't even answer. My son was up and out of the pew and gone. Wow. It's, wow. it's like it's like he's I know he was looking at them and probably wanted to do it, but didn't 
know how to say it to me. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he now he's an officer server, which is wow. Yeah, 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 that's a beautiful thing. What a blessing. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then he, he he walked over. My oldest son walked over and got my youngest son to say, Hey, we need you today. <laughs> and my youngest son took off. <laughs> he was, he, he's a little shy kid sometimes. Yeah, what about that? You know, I had the same experience, though, with my uh, wife when we lived in Columbus, Ohio. I thought, you know, she was still Protestant back then. And I thought, man, mm-hmm. I, it, it was weird me thinking that, right? Man, I, I was thinking <laughs> that if I could just get her into a church that's similar to her, you know, Baptist and non-denominational, non-denominational faith experience, maybe that'll make her want to convert to see how close they are. But that's sort of like the opposite, right? Why would you, me thinking, oh, this is close to her experience. Maybe she'll convert since it's close. No, mm-hmm. I think it's, now Now thinking about that, that sounds, that sounds silly of me back then. It should be, yeah. I guess that's the problem. One, why so many people in those type of churches leave the church and go, go to Protestantism. And why they do people do converse? It's the same thing. It's nothing different. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing challenging. It's no. I mean, they all got that liberation theology, in my opinion. Yeah, a a bit going. Yeah, they. uh, Yeah, it's a liberal slant there. You know, you know, everybody's in there a car carrying Democrat almost. And you know, the, you don't hear the CNN talking points from the pulpit sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you certainly and, do. You know, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we were we were hustling backwards at that point there, David. But I think yeah, I, you know, now that we're going to some, and she and, and God bless my wife, she can appreciate the more reverent mass. You know, yeah, she can yeah. see the beauty in it. She can see why I liked it. Yeah, um, that's what it is. And. The, the the faith formation there. I mean, I I had problems with the faith formation at the at our because I thought it was watered down. It was nothing but felt banners and crayons and coloring books. And that, that was your. That's where you went through RCIA. Was called OCIA now, but that's where you had went through the the Christian no. initiation process. No, I did that at a completely different parish than all three of these. Well, okay. yeah, was, yeah. As a matter of fact, I stopped attending that parish altogether. They got a they. Ooh, yeah, it's after the the, the they it used to be run by the Fathers of Mercy, yeah. And once those guys aged out, they brought in a diocesan priest who people was like, "This dude's a heretic." Jeez, <laughs> I mean, he just completely like the mass didn't look formal anymore. The homily was, uh, I mean, he put all kind of different stuff in the sanctuary. We were like, "What is this?" Jeez. I was like, nah, he ain't he moving the tabernacle to where? He's not moving that tabernacle. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I yeah, the 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 church that I came in through RCIA, yeah, I don't even attend anymore. Not even for I don't even go there for uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I don't go there for nothing. <laughs> nothing now. I mean I mean and when I came into the church, God bless uh, Father uh Fitzpatrick, uh he told me <laughs> And I laughed at it at the time. He said, if you like what the church is doing today, just wait. They'll do something they don't that you don't like. And then it's gonna be a test. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how I we tell it. people on my on my Mass Nightmares episodes. You hear me say that often. Like mm-hmm. everyone 
is if you, uh, particularly if you're like in a, 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 um, a, um, a verf versus poplum ad orientum type of church, Novus mm-hmm. Ordo um, versus poplum, um, you're you're probably one priest away from even if your church is very reverent, um, orthodox or whatever. You're one priest away priest from away. cloud mass. One yep. priest away. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> the next, if the next guy comes in and doesn't have that sensibility, the last guy, hold on, both of you see it. Yeah. Time to yeah. go to the parish council and be like, okay, guys, y'all the council. Bring this guy in. <laughs> you know, lay down the law with him. Somebody, I know I know there's a Karen on the council that can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, probably. But, but you know, the, the, of course the I guarantee you, the liberals in the church in that particular parish—they're just laying in wait. And as yeah. soon as that guy comes, yeah. they're in his ear, and, yeah. and they're, yeah. they're changing the things to you the do. Way they You're like. right. That's, that's exactly um, what they do. They do. They do lay in wait, and when when he shows up, yeah. they yeah. are ready to go, and ready yeah. to go. Yeah, and I mean, they they literally had an uproar at that parish, the the one where I was in RCIA. It got out that they were doing the LGBTQ thing outreach. And boy, let me tell you, that got canceled quick because there were still a lot of orthodox voices in that church enough to squash it at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, but I, I saw it coming through and I was like, whoa, they doing what? You know, yeah. and, I, and I mean, God love them. Uh, hate the sin. Love the sinner. Yeah. But yeah. When when your whole identity around uh, revolves around what we consider sinful, right? It's like that's not you. <laughs> You're a child of God. Yeah, you just yeah. got to come and accept it, and exactly. then bury your crosses because we all got them, brother. We all uh, got them. We all got them. Mine, yeah. mine just ain't mine. Just ain't got a whole alliance behind it trying to push it on society and call it normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Progressives yeah. for pornography don't 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 have an organization. If you know what yeah. I mean, the brother. We, fa- we, you know, we fast forwarded a little bit. Let's go back a little bit because um, we had a couple other things in, in common. I de- definitely yeah. want to share with the audience. So, yeah. Um, in undergrad, you had joined a Greek letter fraternity, and also you had become either an undergrad Freemason. or a little bit after you became a Freemason. Yeah, so Freemason. talk. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, uh, Pledging of fraternity, I had always looked up to Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, I found out what fraternity he was in, and those guys actually came to my high school, uh, the Alphas, Alpha Five Fraternity Incorporated. They came to our school and put on a step show. When the principal of the school is a Kappa, (laughs) and I was like, why didn't you get the capitals to come out here? <laughs> you know, why is it the alphas? But anyway, I, I went over and talked to him. Uh, of course, you saw the movie School Days, and the alphas were predominantly in that. The first black Greek fraternity. Uh, yeah, and then I got to school and I met the I met some of the guys that, that were alphas on that yard. My best friend from high school had already started this college a year before me, and he was already looking at alpha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, 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 the die was pretty much cast. Like this is what I'm going to try to pledge if I yeah. ever pledge. And at, at PWIs, a predominantly white institutions, you can pledge as a freshman. And I pledged as a freshman. Uh, okay. Second, okay, okay. Second semester freshman. I was the only wow. one. 
yeah, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Brother, let me tell you, was, <laughs> thank God for my first semester credit because <laughs> that was yeah. the list my first semester. Yeah. After that, it was downhill, brother. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. That's the the whole Greek life on campus is such yeah. a distraction. I mean, so I, as as a freshman, I could not even oh, imagine. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. I, I was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Thanks be to God. You know, I'm glad I didn't pass away then because boy, <laughs> woo, that yeah, that's 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 it's a, it's unfortunately yeah. it's a sinful life. Did, later, did that did that tie into you becoming a member of Alpha Phi Alpha, the oldest? Um, black Greek letter um, organization uh, fraternity. Did that play into you becoming uh, a Freemason? Or was that two different, I, two different know, things? What, what I, I attended a Masonic funeral with my mother, oh. and my oh. mother was my mother is an Eastern star. Okay, foster mother. She was, she was an Eastern star. And when I went to this funeral, I mean, you know how they show up for a funeral. Yeah. I mean, it it looked beautiful to me. Like mm -hmm. all these nice African American brothers, white gloves, white aprons, uh, the guy over there in the top hat, I ain't know who he is, and the nice uh regalia uh mm. symbols around their necks. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And my mother is like, Oh, that's the Freemasons there. I'm like, I know you became an alpha, but these guys here, they made alpha. I was like, <laughs> they made alpha. No, nah, they ain't. No, I mean, had you, had, you knew any, had you knew anything about the Freemasons before this? No, not a thing. Really? Not really? a thing. But how'd you, you, how'd go, you go through? Okay, you didn't go to predominantly black university. Okay. I was like, no, how I did you go through? How did you go through that and not? But not run into him. I still find that fascinating, though. That's yeah. interesting. Didn't run into him. Didn't run into him at the university. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think I ever saw the, the square and compass anywhere wow. on campus. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Now, granted, I guarantee you, it was some out there with with uh, rings on, and yeah. but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. They didn't have a student organization. So literally, yeah, I went home to my hometown for that funeral. I saw the way they they turned out for that that gentleman that passed away, who was. You know, big in the lodge in that area, and mm -hmm. and I just, and, but I'm looking around the room, and I'm noticing that that's the chief of police over there. That's the pastor of such and such uh, Baptist church over there. That's that's the guy from my my Baptist church over there, yeah. all decked out in this. And I'm looking like these are men that I looked up to. So I'm they're saying, all Freemasons, all Freemasons, every yeah. Prince Hall, all yeah, of Prince Hall Freemasons, yeah. yeah. And I go. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. My best friend, his father was a Mason. Um, the, the the gentleman that preceded me going to that school before me, who was looking at Alpha, his dad was a Mason. Yeah, and I look like 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 all these guys are Masons. <laughs> wow. Now was this church? So what was is this, it? Was this an AME church or what type of church? No, it, it was Baptist. It was, it was a Baptist. all Baptist churches in North yeah. Carolina, in South Carolina, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina, and I mean right next door. To mostly all black Protestant churches, you'll find a lodge, mm -hmm. a Prince Hall Lodge. Yeah, yeah. So I literally went, and you know, it's, it's just something in my heart. I was like, I gotta see what this is about. And yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was beautiful to me. It, I, I see what they were doing, the Brotherhood of Man, the the fraternal of, yeah, and of course, I was already the alpha, and mm -hmm. I showed up. 
the worst football master at that lodge was the capital. <laughs> <laughs> that I found out later on. And I was like, oh man, okay, well, now I'm brothers with a now I'm brothers with a Another capital. I was like, man, I never looked at Greek life the same afterward. <laughs> you know, because you know, in school, it's like the Crips versus the Blood versus the Viceroys. You know, yeah. case over here, Alpha over here. Yeah, you know, you know. Unfortunately, yeah, we 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 divide ourselves along those lines, and we create rivalries. Unfortunately, even though yeah. you know, once you get out into the world, past college, you realize y'all all black. <laughs> we all black. <laughs> You know, black <laughs> yeah. Greek, <laughs> black Greek. Yeah. Not, not saying that that's a disadvantage, but you know, we we always had that social pressure on us about right being right. black. You know, um, yeah. I always try. I've always tried my life to be colorblind, and you know, yeah. judge people by how. But, but even, them. but even in in the military, you didn't run into Freemasons then either. That I mean, knowingly, 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 knowingly. No, I didn't. Wow, knowingly, but. Yeah, as soon as you drive in the front gate of Fort Jackson, Columbia, South Carolina, there's a Mason Hall right there to your left. Okay. Yeah, so you saw it. Um, yeah. And then, you know, one of my uncles, one of my uncles, my, my dad's brother, Prince Hall Mason, um, cousins, Prince, all military, all military guys, uh, all Masons. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Pre it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty prevalent. I, I would yeah. say amongst Black American men, um, in in the military, especially mm -hmm. of a certain age, that yep. that's is just one of the things yeah, that you, you did. In in a in a yeah. when I, where, where I became a Freemason in a lodge hall, we shared. Um, we had we had two lodges in there. One of the lodges that we shared the lodge hall with was a was a military lodge over at mm -hmm. uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base. They had a whole military lodge. And th these yep. guys had been in lodges stationed all around, you know, the world. So it was, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, seemed, it seemed to be like a, a prevalent thing amongst, yeah. Yeah. amongst uh, men in the military. Yeah, and then once you start seeing the symbols and know what they mean, you I could identify them all the way everywhere because yeah. recruiter out there, Mason. Yeah. Um, Guys in my unit, all Masons. Yeah, and, yeah. and I don't. And I had already um, become a third degree at that point. Uh, I, I went all the way up to thirty second degree. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> it 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 seemed like the right thing to do at the time. But then mm -hmm. when I became Catholic and I saw, I could see the Catholic argument against Freemasonry. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did that work out though? Mm -hmm. uh, for for me, it was just me listening to EWTN when I'm in yeah. the process of you know RCA, and I'm oh I can't mm -hmm. be a, a Freemason anymore. Is it, I mean, how did you yeah. find out? Probably EWTN as well. <laughs> definitely, definitely Catholic Answers. Okay. Uh, shoot, what's his name? John Salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I ran into him and some of his work. Uh, read his book, and and you know, David, before I even became Catholic, I saw that stuff out there. Oh, really? Yeah, the stuff that was basically calling Masons devil worshippers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was, you know, I was riding, saying I saw it too. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, I I saw you know, but as a as a Freemason, I just thought these people were just loony, right? They, just hate, just what, hate they didn't they didn't understand Freemasonry. Like, yep. oh, that's not mm, that's, that's kinda, not that's yeah. kinda, <laughs> a whole document a whole document uh, documentary film I watched. It was like uh, 
from lesser light to greater light. And I was, mm. and, and they literally just broke down everything and said how it's not of God. You know, the, the, the things I, t- I took it to my best friend whose dad was a Mason. We both trying to become Mason. I showed it to him and he's like, nah, I don't think my dad would lead me to anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah but I was, yeah, but I, you don't, you don't think it's true at all. So, <laughs> I mean, so was there, was there something there that kind of like made you doubt the, a little bit because I'm okay. like, it's out here. I mean, these guys saw it and they put it out there. And then when I became Catholic and yeah, it turns out there's a big rivalry there between Catholics and, uh, Freemasons, you know, like, yeah. like I'm trying to squash the other <laughs> type of thing, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yeah, you can't, you can't in good conscience do this because their philosophy is competing. They're trying yeah. to be, they're trying to be grace where only God can give you the grace to, to make those truly life changing uh, conversions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's great that brothers live together peacefully, but peacefully yeah. in Christ. Right. Yeah, exactly. Who, who's always that that that, exactly. that foundation and catchstone. Um yep. in and through him do we live that peaceful life. Exactly. And that, that's that's the bottom line. You know, Freemasonry is trying to set itself up as this universal brotherhood, unite mm-hmm. men around this common idea. You know, there's a grand mm-hmm. architect universe, and let's just agree, let's take our differences, our mutual or our or, you know, what they call opinions, one, one's personal religion. Let's just put that to the side. Let's all just yeah. agree on this one simple thing that there's a grand yeah. architect universe. And let's, let's all be one around that common idea. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I thought it was a, when I was, when I was, you know, I was, I was an agnostic back then, you know, when I became yeah. a Freemason largely. And so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is, this is mm-hmm. a great idea. Cause I thought religions mm-hmm. were silly anyway. And Freemasons were here saying, yeah. okay, we have a better idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it made like perfect sense to me. And it sounded like a good idea to unite the world. Mm-hmm. But I guess coming from your perspective, you're already yeah. churched. You're raised yeah, all, in a yep. church. You're and going through a whole different lens. I, it, it could, I can see said, how it felt kind of funky to you. Yeah, and they and they said we make good men better. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to be the best man I can be, you know. Yeah, you know, and it felt good to be standing shoulder to shoulder with some of the giants of the black community where I'm right. from. Yeah, That's, yeah. I mean, some of these guys, I could probably one day go ask for a job from. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. the, the police chief was saying, like I said, I was in law enforcement back then. I was like, there's a police chief over there. Yeah, I was like, well, man, I've been trying to switch. I'm trying yeah. to switch over to <laughs> to a yeah. to a better agency for a while now. Yeah, you know, it would help yeah. to have him on my side. You know, oh yeah, I know Kevin. Yeah, Lodge, you know, yeah. type of thing. You know, the secret handshake, yeah. the secret wing. Yeah, and, yeah, and and you're in there, right? You know, yeah, yeah you yeah. know. And that's that's what I remember when I was a I think I was a district deputy. This mm-hmm. had to be like in the late '90s, early 2000s. So we were making. Um, was called Masons on Site. This is down in oh, Dayton, wow. Ohio. Mm-hmm. And so we had, if you're a prominent person, you know, you could be, sometimes they make you a Mason on Site. The Grandmaster come down and just kind of give wow. you all three degrees at one time, right? Wow. And so okay. we had made a number of prominent people in Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. Cincinnati and Dayton, that area, we had made them um, Masons on Site. So mm-hmm. one day I'm at a uh, concert, you know, Bill Cosby has given a comedy show for my, uh, my alma mater. And so it was like a fundraiser. And so I had like city councilmen and like 
House representatives running up to me because I never, I re, you know, I didn't remember anybody, but you know, they're running up to me. A couple of them say, "Hey, you're the you're the guy that was there when I became the grandmaster, maybe Mason or something. You're you're the you're the deputy, you know." And mm-hmm. so it, it, it has an appeal, you know, like these, yeah. you know, oh, these yeah. politically powerful people, you know. Yep. You're now you're that, you're in the same club as them, and um, yeah, so it's, it's that elitist is yeah, exactly. elitism. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were part of the cool kids, yeah, the, you know, exactly. the, the shakers of the community type of thing, but exactly, exactly, yeah, so, yeah. So, so look, luckily, I'd already moved away from my hometown, uh, during my conversion, so I'd already placed that distance there. I didn't transfer my membership to a new lodge up here, mm-hmm. uh, when I moved here, so yeah, uh, yeah, I. I lost touch with it. And then as soon as the church telling me I didn't need to be a part of it, I'm like, okay, I'm out anyway, <laughs> you know, because yeah. yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't attending. I wasn't paying, I wasn't paying dues for sure. Yeah. And you yeah. know, yeah, you stop paying, you stop paying dues. You done for real, <laughs> you know, yeah. around, around, around here, the entrance hall masons. Yeah. You, you, you can't present a, you can't present a membership yeah. card. You're done. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead to them anyway. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You know, yeah I, like, I, I like your yeah, I like your um your story, man. You know, starting with Saint Michael and then with the rosary. It just seems like to me, just hearing your conversion story, mm-hmm. I can just really tell that God just has something special in your heart. Um yeah, I think it's, it seems to me that yeah. you just have this gift of just of the sermons of knowing that okay, this just this seems right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just move that way in this direction. Does that yeah? Does that? I know you got a plan for me. Uh, mm. One of the most favorite things I ever heard a priest say to me once it was he was quoting scripture: "The plans that he has for you, he will bring to fruition." And I was like, "Yeah, he will, won't he?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ask me 20 years ago when I'd be Catholic today, I would have laughed in your face. Laughed loud. And, and I mean, because at that time, I think I, of the only Christians that I knew of, Catholics were still holding up no contraception. And that's a big thing. When I heard that, I was like, whoa. And of course, you know, I'm a young 20 something year old. I'm like, that's crazy. How are you going to be irresponsible bringing in, you know, unwanted children in this world? I'm thinking like, the Christian side of me should have been like, there ain't no such thing as an unwanted child. You know, somebody look at my past and they they probably think as a foster kid. Yeah, trust me, I was unwanted at one point. My birth certificate actually said when I was born, baby boy black. That's it. I didn't have a name. Hmm. And I was born past. Yeah, I was born in 74. I think uh, Roe v. Wade was passed in 73. I probably could have been aborted if 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 the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah. So yes, hearing the church's teachings on sexual ethics, no no sex outside of marriage. Yep, Baptist, we did that too. Uh, No contraception. Got to be open to life. No, we don't do that. Um, (laughs) Baptist, we don't do that. Um, You know. uh, Yeah. no, No such thing as divorce. Oh, we we bathrooms. Oh, yeah. We a matter of fact, pastor on his third wife up there. Well, he's know. on his third wife up there. Yeah, yeah, from from this congregation. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so well he yeah. doesn't well, he didn't have to struggle about where where do you go find a good wife. They just show yeah. up, huh? Yeah, they, yeah, they in Bible they in Bible study <laughs> on Wednesday nights together. 
you know, he's scoping out the next one. Yeah, it must you be know. a good life. That's <laughs> brother, you know. <laughs> yeah, but the, how did you find the teachings on the Holy Eucharist? Though was that was that oh, like man? Was that hard? Was that difficult for you? When I heard the Catholic view on it, it made sense. Really? And I know, I know, David. I've read John chapter six. I know I read it uh -huh. in my past as a Protestant. But looking at it through the Catholic lens, when I read it. I mean, it was just another domino falling, and I'm like, wow, yeah, he really. That's pretty amazing there. how you can read the same chapter with a with a different set of glasses on, and and it illuminates it, man. It's like you, it's like I'm reading it for the very first time. Yeah, but yeah. for real, for from the yeah. from the way the author meant to give it to me, the yeah. way Saint John and the Holy Spirit. Isn't that the most beautiful thing about being a Catholic, though, is that yeah. just looking yeah. at things just from the Catholic lens, the scriptures who the Catholic Church, who are, are the fathers of, well, not the fathers of our faith, the, the apostles and the fathers of the church, mm -hmm. the authors, you know, they, they wrote yeah. the Bible, they promulgated it, they protected yeah. it, they, they preserved it, they eventually yep. canonized it. Reading the scriptures from, from that perspective and that tradition, um, it just... Everything just makes so much sense. It's yeah. and imagine that the people that gone, the people that had enough grace to tell you what the Bible actually is, what the books of the Bible actually are, can actually give you the proper understanding of it. I, I say to this day now, now, separating scripture from the liturgy is a tragedy yeah. because you'll never come to fully understand what's in that Bible away from the Catholic liturgy. Yeah, you just won't because that. That's how the church designed the Bible. <laughs> right. Yeah. They designed the Bible to point to the church. Right. And and those right. two aren't competing factors. No. It's it's no. at the end of the day, it's our book. We yeah. told you what scripture was. Martin Luther, the arch heretic, said to himself, he would not believe the gospel's word, not for the Catholic Church. Mm. This is the guy that was an Augustinian monk at one point. Yeah. And yeah. For whatever reason, yeah, bad behavior. Bad behavior is is you can go through up and down church history and find bad behavior anywhere. But that's not the that's not the guy. We can tell that those are the people that are not taking the medicine of the church. Yeah. They're poisoning the well <laughs> with their yeah. behavior, with their actions. But don't let that detract you. Don't don't I know it's cliche as now. Don't lose Peter because of Judas. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, today we got a lot more Judas priests running around here. <laughs> I mean, uh, would you would you would you become a Catholic today? Would it would it if if oh with all if, the illuminate if, with all with with all of the illuminating stuff that I know about the church now? Yeah, I've still become Catholic because I'm not becoming Catholic because of the heretics. I'm yeah. becoming a Catholic because of these guys behind me. Because uh, so back then in 2010, though, uh, was there was there yeah. something about what's going on? Because you're coming in about maybe six years after the whole sex abuse crisis. Yeah, um, Benedict, he's you know he's still a, you know he's the pope when you're coming in. Yeah, he's trying he's to eradicate. He tried, he was try, yeah, he was trying to eradicate it. He was trying to do the right thing. He was he censored McCarrick. I think he he upheld that. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's a different McCarrick. church yeah. that you yeah, came it, into, it literally was. Came into. I mean, but would you yeah. would you have came in today? Today, mm -hmm. right now, uh, yeah. yeah. If I'm still, if I'm still reading Doctor Hop, Doctor Scott, Scott Hans book, mm -hmm. yeah. If that, if you would have handed me that, then 
Um, shoot, of course, all the Catholic answer stuff, Tim Staples, those yeah. guys listening to those, listening to Richard, listen to Deacon Herbert Sears. I mean, yeah, yeah I got to check. It. I mean, he's Deacon Harold, <laughs> God bless him. He he's still the best Baptist minister impersonator I've seen on the Catholic side. Since I got here, man, I'm telling you, it was fire. It was fire the first time I heard him, man. I, I literally came home, David. This was during my conversion. I came home. I was, I was already watching EWTN, but I hadn't seen Deacon Harrell on there yet. I literally came home that night, and I think I said to myself, I didn't even say it out loud. I said, you know, I don't see many black people in the Catholic Church. Uh-huh. I turned on EWTN that night, and there's that Deacon night. Harrell. De yeah. That night, Deacon Harrell there giving his spill, and I was like, Okay, all right, Lord. Okay, all right. I see you. I see you. All right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, any any little doubt? Yeah. Yeah. We got a. We got. We got bad examples today. There's yeah. no way. But was, was that was that a struggle for you? Because it was a struggle for mm -hmm. me wanting mm -hmm. to be still back then. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, still following the rules of what it meant to be culturally black. You know, still yeah. checking off certain boxes and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So, mm -hmm. being cat becoming Catholic for me, that was like that was. That was harder than anything. Just the cultural piece, not not the dogma. You know, it wasn't not the dogma, yeah. it wasn't Mary. It wasn't mm -hmm. you know, the whole Eucharist is a, a little bit of, of a struggle, but it was, mm -hmm. uh, but nothing compared to the fact that being culturally black, you're mm -hmm. not supposed to be Catholic. How yeah. how did that sit with you? Uh, I well, I've, I've never been one of the cool kids as far as being black. I, mean, I might have been a. <laughs> I might have been an alpha, and uh, I mean, because you, know, you do. I mean, your black yeah. resume is is largely impressive. I mean, you're you're an alpha phi alpha. Mm -hmm. You're a prince of Freemason. Yep. I mean, you're you're from I was South already, Carolina. I was already uh, in law enforcement, so the, you know the sentiment <laughs> towards black law enforcement, like oh, y'all bunch of traitors, a bunch of coons, running around for the man, locking up, locking up your people. All right, so you you had already like, sold out your race. So pretty much by being in law enforcement, you best believe it. That's the sentiment, brother. But, I mean, All right. I'm like, man, and yeah, you want to think like, oh man, they trying to, bruh, bruh. Police officers know what they're doing. The good ones, they the salt of the earth, brother. Uh -huh. They they will properly investigate a crime, and and go to where it leads. Now, yeah, back in the day, yeah, there, yeah, there was racism involved. Yeah, yeah, back in the day, definitely, yeah, yeah. But not as much. Not it's not going on like it. You cannot look at our trajectory as a society and not see the progress that's been made. Um, a lot of times, I you look in the courtroom, the judge is black, the defendant is black, the lawyer is black, and the deputy sheriff there is black. That's all. That's the trifecta in a courtroom. The lawyer's going to do his job. The judge is going to do his job. Unfortunately, the defendant is black too, all, and all black males. It's all, all all four of these people are black males. The, the judge sitting behind the desk about to in, in, uh, give a sentence is a black guy. Yeah, yeah. That that, that points to something you have said in your book. Again, we're talking about Jackson Pinkney. He is a contributor to this anthology. It's called Catholic Traditional and Black in Anthology mm -hmm. and Discourse. The four written by my senior C. G. Morris, and you say in your essay. A couple of things, you know, re uh, yeah. relative to what you're talking about now. First, you say, if white people are so oppressive, why are we depending on them for our faculties? We must do it for ourselves. We have and we can. And then also you say, 
in a couple sentences down, you say cystic matic racism is a myth. Talk about that. Well, because I got away, I got out of it. I mean, if systematic racism is so prevalent and so sacrosanct, a black person like me should not have been able to get to where I am today if the system was truly stacked against me. My dad, my mother, everybody taught me, no, you you determine your outcome by your aptitude and your attitude. Um, sometimes your attitude will get you to places where your aptitude could not. But always be a better person. You know what I'm saying? It's not irregardless. I'm quite sure I ran into racist white people. But because of the way I acted and treated them, they looked at me like I was different. You know, like I'm the exception. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can, I can tolerate Jackson where I can't tolerate others. Because, you know, when you show up with a mean mug face, Mm-hmm. You're already you're already falling into the stereotypes of what they think about you. So I try to right. smile, and be myself, and be the kid, be the kid that uh, my parents raised. Um, I grew up around what would be considered poor white trash, and those mm-hmm. were some of my best friends growing yeah. up. Um, ate at their house, they ate at my house. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you weren't you weren't raised to you weren't raised to see racism Color. everywhere. No, not at all. Of course, you know, I got a white aunt and, you know, yeah, she, you know, she a little, she a little different, of course, but, you know, don't, don't let her make the potato salad at the family reunion and, you know, we'll be good because, you know, the, the cooking just ain't there. But, uh, yeah, I was raised not to see color and definitely not to think of it as an impediment to my future, if anything, mm. to be a credit to my race, to be mm. a good example to show that, hey, look, you can be an adopted kid from South Carolina and still make it um, and, and be a credit to your race. Um, get married and stay married. Have kids and raise those kids. Yeah. Um, pay your taxes. Pay yeah. your credit card debt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep good credit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah, I don't need I don't need a white man's validation of me. Mm. I'm performing. I'm performing for the Almighty here, and he's 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 told me that I'm I'm worth dying for. Yeah. So I'm gonna believe him on that. And yeah. you know, it's it's it's. I'm glad. I'm I'm proud that I'm black, David. <laughs> I'm yeah. black and I'm proud. James Brown <laughs> said it best, brother. <laughs> yeah, you say but yeah, I, yes. I, I noticed that you you said that in your anthology. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I am. But yeah. that pride is not a thing to be competitive with mm. another another race. You know, breaking down the color barriers, the first black to do this, the first black to do that, proving that, yeah, we can, that, that we are apt, that we are um, mm-hmm. capable individuals that we, I mean, at one point, if you look at the marriage rates before the 1960s, we were almost yeah. outpacing whites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything is everything right? is better in the in the black community. Everything is better as far as those building blocks of society that you mentioned: getting married, staying married, getting education, raising your children, all um, getting you know gainful employment, staying employed. All those just basic, 
your faith, another one, you know, yeah. Christian, following Christian morality. All those just basic building blocks of civil society is better for black Americans before the civil rights movement, like you said. Yep. Because of the uh, uh, subsidiarity, right? You you, mm -hmm. you you solve the problem at the lowest level. If you can solve the majority of the problems of a person in his family with, yeah. with just having a mother and a father there to, to, to love and care for, as well as to hold accountable. I mean, because you know, our community is truly lacking the fatherly influence of somebody that's going to humble you yeah, and hold you accountable. Yeah. Those things alone right there could solve 90% of the problems uh, yeah. that, that face our people. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the women can't do it alone. Men, we have to step up and do our part. I know it's hard. I love both of my sons to death. I love them dearly, but I still got to discipline them. Yeah, I'm actually failing as a father if I don't do that, especially when they're <laughs> out of bounds. <laughs> right, oh my goodness, you know. Right, yeah. I have to tell, I have to remind my youngest daughter that all the time that mm -hmm. you know, if if I didn't love you, then I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear my. You, 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 you find out I don't love you, and you'll have a father who, who's my. You, you never hear my mouth if I didn't love absent. you. <laughs> completely absent, right? Like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I I I love being black. I want to be a credit to my race. Mm -hmm. um, I I know black people. Look, I, my my reserve unit when I was in the military, predominantly white unit, but I tried to be one of the best black sergeants in that unit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I got deployed, got multiple awards, ribbons, uh, got got deployed to Afghanistan and Bosnia. Yeah. Um, thanks be to God, I was able to come home in sound mind and body from both of those. Um, yeah. When I was in law enforcement, of course, it's predominantly white, um, but I never felt any kind of racism. I, I just didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't go out there looking for it. And you know who I felt racism for? Him? <laughs> Some yeah. of the white, the white people I'm arrested. <laughs> because you know I'm the brother here on the scene arresting you as a white person, and right. they go he gonna use the n word on me. You know who <laughs> you know who went after this guy after he said that? We already got him cuffed. We about to take him away, David. Yeah. It was white officers that went to this dude's behind. Wow! After he called me the n word, and I was like, wow. stop. Stop! I don't want to investigate. You don't know. He's in handcuffs right now. We can't do this. That, but that was be, that's before. But that's before y'all had the cameras on your desk. Yes. Right. Oh, very much so. Oh, well, <laughs> of course. My supervisor showed up soon thereafter. Was like, all right, I need a statement from you. I need a statement from you. I need a statement from you. And I'm like, oh, man. And, yeah, and it's a different world of law enforcement for those for those those cameras. My friend, yeah, those body cams. Yeah, yeah my friend, yeah. one of my best friends. He's passed away now, but um. Eric, yeah, Eric. Mm -hmm. He's 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 the Freemason that brought me into the lodge. He's the worshipful master, but yeah, he was a cop over in Chicago, mm -hmm. and he said, "Hey, man, if we had to chase a guy, if we had to chase you when we caught you, it was we'll on. You. you know, <laughs> we gonna fight you. It yeah. didn't, but it didn't matter the color, black, white. If we had to chase you, yes, yes. Uh, hey, man, either running through running through Section Eight or running through the trailer park, it don't matter. They, oh man, I just got these shoes. I gotta go." <laughs> I didn't run yeah. mud to get you down. Yeah. Oh, no, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Please, officer. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys yeah. are some of the most petty it's people me. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I can, I, I can agree with that. 
<laughs> but I, I'm not in law enforcement now, thanks be to God. I, <laughs> I could, if I would have remained in law enforcement, I could be retired by now. But no, yeah. the, the money, the, I got tired of chasing people, David. I was a That's probation. I was a probation parole officer for five years for the same oh, wow. time. Brother, let me tell you, that's the, that is a ba- adult babysitter job. Yeah, with yeah, a, with yeah. with with moments of uh, sheer terror and excitement. <laughs> you know, pulling people out out of attics and from on, on their beds, chasing them through the woods. Wow. Uh, yeah, I I I did it all, man. <laughs> at that man, point, man, and. Man. Yeah, and you had a fascinating journey, man. I'm glad you're you're still with us. We've been speaking yeah. with um, Jackson Pinkney. He's a Catholic convert, also a contributor to the book Catholic Traditional Black. Check out his um, you can get this anywhere you get your books online. You you can also go to stdominicsmedia.com. Check it out. Check out his his essay and several other contributors. And we're wrapping up now, um, Jackson. I want to ask you. I want to do a three, two, one with you. I'm going to ask you your top three, your Mm -hmm. top two, and then your top one. You ready? Okay, I think so. Uh, Your top three, your your most, your favorite three um, Catholic YouTubers go. Uh, You. (laughs) Let's see, black YouTubers. Yeah, no, any, 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 any. Oh, you, Timothy Gordon. And oh my goodness, uh, Church Militant. Top two saints, your two favorite saints. My two favorite saints. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I got three behind me: Augustine Tolton, because uh, priest. You know, he became a priest in in, in segregated racism in America, and still pursued. Had to go overseas and be ordained, then came yeah. back and was sent right back to the to the races <laughs> in the bar he had come from. Uh, Saint Pierre Toussaint, he's number one. This brother, uh, cutting hair, he ended up taking care of the people he was Man. a slave to. He, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that. I mean, that to me, David looks like this guy who was a slave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Renamo Toussaint. I mean, he, yeah. he he did he did the most. I mean, yes, and, and his, him, him and his wife, yes, taking care of. I mean, they had an orphanage in their home. I mean, he's. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's, it's amazing he's not a saint yet. Um, but yeah, I have a devotion to him as well. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, people got the nerve to, to you know you know the words that they use against us conservative blacks, Coon, yeah. Uncle Tom, this that and third. Yeah. The liberal black looking at Pierre Toussaint like he's he's Uncle Tom. I'm like well, Uncle Tom. Oh, man. He he lived through slavery and is in right. and that atmosphere and still shine like a star among among them people with the. Yeah. I mean, the, the man helped contribute. He helped financially financially contribute to St. Peter's Cathedral in New York, yeah. and then they wouldn't let him enter. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine the amount of temperance you got to have to endure that? Yeah. yeah oh my phenomenal. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we got I put these up on the wall for a reason. So my boys can see. Look, these gentlemen yeah. here, they did it perfectly. Pray to them. And who's the other one? Is That's, that St. Moses the Black? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, okay. it is, yeah. my brother. I just yeah. read a recent quote from him. He's like, uh to be to be humble is the most way to be to not be like Satan. Because there's not a Humble bone in his body. <laughs> that's, that's you want to? Yeah, 
you want to be smart, he's smarter than you. You want to be strong, he you you want to fast, you want to miss sleep. Guess what? He never sleeps. But guess what? Humility, he has none of that. Be humble, yeah. and you will, be, yeah. and you'll conquer him quicker than anything else. Yeah. All right, last one. Favorite okay. pope of all time. All time. Oh all man, time. it, it got to be the guy entered the church under Pope Benedict, man. Pope Benedict uh, the sixteenth. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, he he was oh he was such a godsend. Uh, I mean, just a brilliant theologian. I you know yeah. I got that the, I got that theology bug too, man. I, yeah, future I, yeah, future doctor of the church, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> they got they actually got me teaching catechism at my uh, new parish, David. Yeah, <laughs> I, I showed up there to drop off my son's two faith formation. I swear I did, David. I walked in, I went to my my yeah. My son wasn't even in this class, <laughs> and the, and the, the guy looked at me, hey, I need an assistant. I'm like, oh, good. I hope you find one. No, no. What are you doing? You're gonna be here for the next hour, right? Your sons are here, right? I was like, yeah. Cause we go to we attend the vigil mass on Saturdays. Faith formation is on Sundays, so I'm literally there dropping them off. He's like, "Hey, man, I need an assistant." I was like, "Lord, have mercy!" I don't, I don't notice I'm being called to this. This ain't me showing up yeah. to a meeting and signing up. They he he, he opened the door. Thanks be to God. I, okay, now I get to be a catechist. I went through the background check, did the yeah, did I guess the, a little green badge, yeah. yeah, yeah, everything. You know, they let me in the building now. <laughs> And, and, and you know, and let me catechize their kids. Yeah. I've had a, I have I've had a multiple of parents come up to me at mass and was like, "Thank you for teaching my son the faith." Like, Lord, wow, wow, oh, have mercy. Uh, That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's it's humbling. It's definitely humbling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know these these kids will be formed properly in the faith, whereas generations in the past don't even know it. Like I said, mm-hmm. that. That first parish that we were attending, like I said, felt banners and crayon books. Nah, we we got kids. My oldest son, who's being confirmed next year, he's learning Latin and how to pray in Latin. We're wow. literally sitting at the cathedral, David, wow. and he busts out he busts out the the Hail Mary in Latin. And I was like, wow. <laughs> while we're while we're Praying. Wow. He started playing wow. in Latin. Now everything else wow. is in English. He's playing Latin. Yeah. I'm like, Kyle, you know Latin? He's like, Yeah, I'm learning it in faith formation. I was like, Yeah. Wow. Look at look at Kyle. yeah. Look at Kyle. That's our future yeah. priest, man. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he says he wants to be a pilot right now. I was like, Well, you know the Pope needs a pilot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's you definitely. Yeah. What do you, what do we we call when the president flies on Air Force One? What do we call it at the the, the Pope the, the flies Pope on. on. I don't know. Holy is one. That, is that Vatican <laughs> one? I don't know. It may be. <laughs> I, I, I call it the Holy One. <laughs> the whole, yeah. Holy, holy one. one. Yeah. <laughs> holy one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Being a pilot was great. So, next time we have a Pope that wants to do like strange interviews, maybe Cal can like step back out of his pilot out of the cockpit and say, Hey man, we don't need that interview right now. Everybody leave the nah, Pope alone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he, he needs his rest. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Sticking a mic in front of his face. Those times, man. Yeah. You're going to get a hundred percent opinion. Notice it is opinion. It ain't, Doctor, stop it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it the altitude affects brain, yeah, you know, just thin, thins the air. So maybe that's yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah, Cal, yeah, Cal yeah. can help us out with that. <laughs> Looking forward to it, brother. But I mean, yeah, 
Uh, Benedict yeah. is my guy, man. I, I I got his book on the liturgy. Yeah. Uh, and yes, yeah, it's, it's illuminating. I got to read yeah. that thing slow and twice. The spirit of the liturgy is is yes. one of his best. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we were we were blessed and fortunate to have him. Um, yeah. Thanks, thanks be to God, he's still with us right now. Mm. Um, but I mean, his resignation, man, that was like a that was that was that 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 hurt. Yes, <laughs> that hurt me, bro. Yeah. I yes, was like, Why, brother? <laughs> no, the wolves got him. Wow. <laughs> how can we not how can we get these guys I like you I know I know you said it we need another inquisition yeah you're right we do we need one immediately and with harsh yeah. penalties and penances and, and <laughs> laitizations and you know just you know I yeah I ain't, I ain't gonna burn them at the stake but we definitely need to be there with some pitchforks and stuff exactly it's just yeah you some know. some flagellation you know some yeah. hair, hair whips and all that stuff I, yeah. I mean I Hey, hey, yeah. make Listen, some a good, hair, a good hair whipping has never hurt anyone, so uh, nope. But I guarantee you, these you know, the, the 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 mean girls club we got running around here, you know, the, yeah. the lavender mafia types, oh, that'll scare yeah. them half to death showing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's that's all somebody like James Martin needs, Jesuit James yep. Martin, just to just be on his knees and just be, you know, just hit with a you know. Yeah, just yep. a couple times. I mean, because we're talking about a guy that's never been into a fist fight probably his whole life, never oh. been beat up, never learned a lesson. You oh. know, just there's, a little bit, a little bit of discipline will go a long way to fixing there, heresy. There's always something that could self-correcting from a punch in the face. Just ask uh, Saint Nicholas that's, and uh, and and Aaron. I mean, this is church teaching. This is not hard. <laughs> exactly. I was like, he, you know, sometimes. Sometimes you got to flip a table or two, David, before people realize you're serious about this. The, the church know. has always believed this. Don't you know? Don't yeah. let us. Don't let us try to <laughs> convince Water you that you know to be true. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 believe the hype. You know, it's, it's the spirit of the age is always going to be a spirit of yeah. the age. We, the, the church has always believed we can show you better than we can tell you. That, that's exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to go out here and build the streets and build the hospitals and take care of the sick and take exactly. care of the poor and educate exactly. the uneducated. You know, exactly. we will not apologize for bringing the gospel to a savage land exactly. and taming it, <laughs> taming it in the name of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That whole human sacrifice. I'm sorry, Montezuma and the rest of y'all. That ends today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. uh, St. Bonaventure who chopped down the tree, the Thor tree. Oh, y'all yep. gonna try to sacrifice yep. a kid to the Thor God today? Exactly. Oh, my watch. We can show ass. you better than we can tell you. Exactly. <laughs> we bought that life, David. We had we. God bless him. Yeah. I want to be like him. Yep. You know. Jackson Peavy, thanks for covering all the David O. Gray show, man. Have a happy, uh, blessed, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year, man. You too, my brother. Thank you so much for this opportunity again, man. God yeah. love you, man. God love you too.